Cover two. Hey guys, welcome to the Cover 2 Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm here with my man Hooman. How's it going today? Hey Will, it's going really well. I am a little extra excited for this podcast. And if you're listening, maybe you notice that we both have a little extra pep in our voices because we are doing a mock draft today. Yes, it is only April and we are months away from the fantasy football season starting. Season starting. But it's never too early, especially when we got the NFL draft coming to do a pre-draft mock draft to get a good baseline of where these players' ADPs are before the actual NFL draft takes place. I fully agree. We're going to do 12 teams. All right, so a 12-team league where myself and Human will draft our two spots with 10 computer picks. Uh, there's 14 rounds, and we'll have five people on the bench. Uh, anything you want to add, Human, about that? No. Um... Please keep in mind, just make sure you understand what kind of league you're in or what kind of leagues you're getting to, whether they're half PPR, full PPR, standard leagues. Um, uh, scoring for quarterbacks, right? Standard scoring or advanced scoring. Those are the different things that will really affect your mock drafts or even your drafting when you get to that point in the season. Well, we're, I don't want to wait any longer. Let's get it started. So, Will, did we, did we tell everyone where we are picking? No, not yet. Let's uh, let's go to the the screen, and you can tell us. Okay, so uh, I've taken the honor of having the sixth pick. Uh, Will is going to go ahead and pick from the ninth spot, and this is a traditional snake draft. Uh, so what we're going to do for you guys here is kind of give you an idea of where, if you were picking in these spots that aren't in the top half of the draft, uh, you know what you could be ending up with, and what are some viable options in these locations. Will, how do you feel about drafting in the ninth spot? Well, that's difficult because, you know, sometimes for some players, you, you're you not going to get the best running back. So you're trying to look at what is the best available. And sometimes that could be a wide receiver. Uh, I'm not going to tell my draft strategy right now. Uh, no, but, no, no, no. We're not talking draft strategy because we're drafting against each other, and I'm going to beat you. Oh, well, the, we will see, sir. I, I'm at least going to get a pick coming back. So um, I'm hoping to get at least one running back, maybe even two. Let's see. All right, so we've had our first five picks. And, Will, if you can give me a little stop on the clock there with our first pick. Sure. Um, so we can talk about what's happened here as it's come to me. Uh, Dalvin Cook going number one, which I think both you and I probably would have expected. Uh, just with CMC's uh, injury history, he goes second. Then you've got Zeke off the board. Then you've got Alvin Kamara. And what's surprising to me is having Devontae Adams go – pretty early there um a little surprising for me and now i'm looking here and i'm definitely looking at running back here no you are yeah of course i am <laughs> of course i am and i think my running back pick might surprise you a little bit mm. and it might actually leave the guy for you that i think that you're wanting to get okay but i'm going with oh you can go ahead and hit the Start the draft back up. Okay. Now I'm taking Saquon. Well, that's the guy I wanted. So. Oh. Well, on oh, your guy, your your guy Derrick Henry went right right before you. So what do you got here, Will? Well, see, the funny part was I didn't think that Derrick Henry would have any shot coming to me. So I was thinking that I was going to take uh, Nick Chubb, and then of course, you know, yeah. Nick Chubb went bye bye bye. So. 
you know, it's hard. Watch your clock. Watch your clock. I am watching. I'm watching. I'm watching. I think I'm going to pause it for a second because I want to I want to really make sure that I'm right on this pick. You know, I think for everyone here, you don't want to get stuck. You say to yourself, you know, oh, where are the running backs at? Who should I take? You know, I think sometimes you have to go down the board and not try to go after those hot pieces like the Tariq Hills of the world, the DeAndre Hopkins, and get a wide receiver, or even Travis Kelsey, a tight end. I'm going to go down the board a little bit, and I know that you are a big fan of Jonathan Taylor, sir, um, but I am actually going to take Cam Akers with my pick. Mm. I'm going to resume it. I'm going to pick him. That's who I'm going with. That's a good pick. I think he would have been there whenever it came back around to you. Possibly. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. There goes Jonathan Taylor. So you could have maybe had the Jonathan Taylor and Cam Akers if you went with Taylor there. It's true. It's true. It's possible. Well, now I have my pick at another running back, which... So since you last picked, we had... And I'll let you think here about your pick, and I'll okay. talk about what happened. We had Jonathan Taylor go, Tyree Kill go, DeAndre Hopkins go, Josh Jacobs go. We had our first tight end go, Travis Kelsey, uh, with that second pick, the 202. Uh, and then Joe Mixon. Now we're on you, Will. Yeah, see, I am I know that you are a big Jonathan Taylor fan, so I'm okay with not getting Jonathan Taylor here. Obviously, Are you okay not getting Jonathan Taylor and Cam Akers? Well, of course not, but I'm pretty sure that Cam Akers would have been gone either way. I got a feeling he would have been there. Well, it's a possibility. I'm going to go running back again. I'm going to get that guy that's been on, that, that offense is just getting better and better. And I'm going to take Antonio Gibson. That's who I'm going to take. I like take. that pick. I like that pick a lot. Let's see what happens after that goes. And see who gets to you, Mr. Homan. Well, two of my guys that I was looking at both evaporated right in front of me. <laughs> I was hoping either Miles Sanders or Aaron Jones would both drop to me, and they both just vanished. Um, so I'm tilted. Now, this, is, this is what a tilt is right here. When you're ready to, to jump on something and make a pick, and then all of a sudden it, the floor just falls out from underneath you. Um, so I'm good, Will. We can, we can go ahead and start this up. Sure. Uh, this pick is going to be a little worrisome for me, but I'm going to bank on the fact that this player is going to stay healthy and just be the guy in this town. And, oh boy, I'm worried because I think, feel like I could probably get him on the turn. Um, I'm going with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Okay. I, I feel like he's going to be the guy going forward. And right after me, we got DK Metcalf, James Robinson. There goes Patrick Mahomes in the second round. DeAndre Swift, Stephon Diggs, Michael Thomas, J.K. Dobbins, uh, Austin Eckler. And I was hoping Eckler would fall back to me in the third round, but he didn't. Godwin and then A.J. Brown. Mm. So I'm sitting here now uh, in this position here. So if you can give it a little pause. Uh, I've got my two running backs. Um, I'm looking at the wide receivers that are evaporating pretty early <laughs> here, too. And that's a little worrisome for me. Uh, so I'm in a position here where I'm not going to pick again for a while, and I I may need to take a wide receiver here, but there's a running back on the board that I know will not make it back to me, and I want this player badly, and I'm so excited that he's here at the third pick. Um, I'm sorry, in the third round for me, and I'm going ahead with David Montgomery. Uh, I'm really excited about his ability in the backfield and just his the workload that he's going to have, the opportunities he's going to have this year as the, the guy in Chicago. 
I like it. I like that pick. Um, you know, I agree with you that um, you might not be able to get around um, for another star running back. And so I was thinking running back here at this pick, but I'm not going to. I'm looking, of course, at wide receiver. And a guy that's still there right now is is got a teammate in Andrew Thielen that is, you know, really good and could take some of his catches away. But I'm going to go with Mr. Justin Jefferson. That's what I'm going to take here. Let me make sure to start our draft, and here I, he I comes. Think, I think you're reading my uh, draft notes here, uh, Will, because I was hoping Jefferson – I don't. I didn't think he was going to get back to me, but uh, I was hoping. I'm surprised that Thielen went before him. And there, I'm surprised Lamar. Lamar going in the third round. And okay. here you're, you're back up, Will. So now we had two other running backs go with Carson and Drake. Uh, two other receivers go in Evans and Cooper, Lamar, obviously I mentioned, and then our next tight end and Kittle went. And I really, I really like this player. Um, but I think I'm going to hold off and let him come back around. I'm not going to say his name right now because I don't want you to snipe him. Um, so I really am a big fan of Kenny Galladay. I don't like him in this new team, so I'm going to wait on him on this current pick. But the guy I'm going to go and get is somebody that is on the team that you have, and that is Mr. Allen Robinson. Yeah, I like that pick. I think he's going to be, um, depending on whatever the quarterback situation is there, with whether it's Dalton or Foles, I think... Um, ah, there goes Ridley. Damn it. Um, I was between those two, Ridley yeah, and Robinson. Yeah, I'm happy because my, my guy is still here, and I'm going to go... I'm putting this pick in quick because I, I've been eyeballing Keenan Allen. So I'm happy that I got him. And there goes Kenny Galladay. So you're not going to get your, your wishes there. No. Cooper Cup, that was another one I was thinking about. James Conner, wow. Pauses. Let's catch people up on what's happened here. So after you took Robinson, we had Ridley go, then Mark Andrews. Uh, I took Keenan Allen. And then after me, we had a third quarterback going, Russell Wilson. Surprising. I can't believe Russell Wilson's got a fourth-round uh, ADP on him here. Uh, then we had Kenny Galladay. Another shocker here is Todd Gurley going. Uh, then Robert Woods, Juju Smith-Schuster is one, another one that's pretty questionable to me. Uh, Cooper Cup, this is the start of the, uh, what is this, the fifth round here. Um, then we had Melvin Gordon go. I was sleep a lot of people are sleeping on Melvin Gordon. I thought I think he's going to have a pretty good year. DJ Moore, I think, is a good pickup here in that third spot of the fifth round. And then we had James Conner and Leonard Fournette, and it is now back to me. Um, and you can go ahead and hit the button there, Will, sure. to at least start. And I'm striking while the iron's hot because I know this player is not getting back to me. And I'm taking the, the tight end here, Darren Waller. That was the guy I was going to take. I said, you know what? I'm thinking about it. I think he'll maybe fall back to me. No, we, hey, we had talked about in our tight end episode, we talked about there is a tier of tight ends and then it is just hot trash after that. Yes. So I'm taking the guy that, that's getting that volume in Darren Waller. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, thank you. So, the two picks that I was thinking of was Mr. Darren Waller and Mr. Tyler, Tyler Lockett. Obviously, <laughs> that didn't happen. And hey, this is a fair representation of what we experience in drafts and what the full tilt feels like whenever you lose your guy. So, let me look at what's available, and I'll just talk about it with everybody. So, you know, we have Josh Allen, great quarterback. It's a great strong possibility. 
Um, I, I think that would be a. I think that would have been a fair. I think Josh Allen should be getting drafted higher than Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson. So I think here you're getting great value for him in the fifth spot if you take him. I am. I, I was also thinking to get my third running back, or maybe you need that. You do need that because you're sitting only with two guys right now. And maybe get a, a Kareem Hunt or David Johnson or something like that. I'm not a big fan of either of them. Um, I really like uh, Terry McCor- uh, uh Scary Terry. McLaren um, over in uh, Washington. Um, so I'm kind of torn here with this pick. Um, and usually I think I would take running back. But I think looking at the board, the person after me has three running backs. Mm-hmm. The, ne- the next person has one and then one. You're gonna, so I, You're going to lose a couple running backs here. It's very strong possibility, but I don't like the two that are there. And I think they might go. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, so I think that I don't want to lose the opportunity, as you said, to lose Josh Allen. So I think that's where I'm going to go. Yeah, and I think he would have gone on the turn uh, before you could have gotten him. There he goes. Ah, there goes Hunt, and there goes Johnson. There went Rodgers and Watson. Wow, Watson. Okay, and the Lev Bell. So I, think I am the settings excited on now that I did that. Off here. <laughs> Excited that I did that because I can now get McLaren and wait for another running back. I know that that's kind of scary. I'm looking at running backs real quick before I make this pick. I mean, there there's a couple mm. running backs on here that are worth the look. But if you see your guy, you get your guy. I'm gonna pause it. Hold on. Uh, now I got I got to think about this because this is this is a this is this could be a, a make or break pick for me in my draft because this could be because you are sitting with only two running backs after five full rounds and if you go six full rounds that turn look that turn that you got to wait is a big turn so i could combo it up i take singletary uh with Allen. you know that's a possibility but Allen takes a lot of his touches especially on the red zone so i'm not sure about that one um miles gaskin in miami such a running so many running backs there that i don't even know who's gonna start he was he was clearly the guy he He was was last year they did bring in um the guy from san francisco i lost my my head for a second here but they did bring him in but it's still no not rita i'm sorry no i think you're Uh, right but uh, gaskin was still i mean he was clear the clear favorite there um it's it's a tough one it's a tough one but i want to make my pick and I know that McLaren's not going to come back to me. I have that would give me three huge wide receivers, and I can probably get that running back at the end. And I know that's very scary for a lot of fantasy people to just wait for it. But I like going for um, wide receivers earlier. Um, I obviously you want to get your running backs. Once you get your running backs, then you want to probably get your wide receivers and so on. So I'm just going to take Mr. Terry and go from there. Did he not get selected? Looks like he didn't. Let me take him again. Come on, Mr. Terry. There he is. Mine. All right. There are the two running backs you were actually thinking about. Was. Um. Oh, I'm I'm in a spot here because I'm torn because I definitely need to get back in that wide receiver well. Uh, I at least don't have to worry about tight end later. Um, I do probably need to get my feet into the wide receiver pool a little bit deeper. Um. And I. 
Yeah, there, there's a lot of options here that I could go with. I think... Oh, man, this is going to be a tough choice for me. All right, let's... Will, if you can talk about the players that have been drafted here for a second. Sure. So, um, you know, we've we've got Levon Bell, uh, Levante Bell, Levon Bell, sorry. Um, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, we talked about. With Miles Gaskin, we, we said it earlier, it's a possibility that, you know, it could be a running back committee. Um, Singletary, too. Uh, so, you know, getting that, that star back and, and now with um, them bringing in um, some people over in Arizona just lost my mind on that. Um, but I think that all the running backs by committees you need to stay away from as we go forward. That secondary running back uh, could hurt you in the long run. Yeah, I uh, totally agree with you there. I, th I think that's one of the things that I'm trying to kind of look at to avoid right now is that situation. Um, and that's why I think I don't know if I can have too many running backs because – there are a couple that I'm eyeballing that I really kind of like sitting here that are still here. And I am probably going to pull the trigger on this, even though that there were some recent developments that things could change here. But I like Raheem Mostert. I think that if, and I would have lost him, he definitely would not have made it back to me. Definitely not. Um, I like him here because he is going to be the guy in San Francisco going forward. Uh, I would have definitely lost him because we had Ingram and James White go. Mm -hmm. We had our next quarterback and Dak Prescott go. We had two tight ends go in Ertz and Gronk. Then we had a run on wide receivers with Hilton Brown, Chark, Cortland Sutton, uh, Jarvis Landry. So a lot of the wide receivers are starting to evaporate here. So I might end up paying the cost here for having um, drafted or done what I did as far as taking another running back there. Um what do you think about how what just transpired, Will? So it it's interesting because obviously you can't get running backs for you know nothing. So you I think that Raheem Moister uh, there was a great pick. Um, I da I think Dak I would have taken Dak before I would have taken some of the other quarterbacks um, before him. Like I think Aaron Rodgers we talked about it could have a good year, but he usually has an every other year, um, and you don't know what Deshaun Watson's going to do. And so, you know, Dak, I think, should have been higher. I'm surprised about the Gronk and, and Ertz. Obviously, you're not a fan of Ertz this season. Um, no, to, no, no, not at all. To see them go. And I was um, I was between, and my last pick, between McLaren and James White. Um, and I just felt like, again, taking a guy that is more of a pass-catching running back and, and does run between the tackles every once in a while um, was kind of a risk with this uh, new offense that they've got going on. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, so let's fire this back up and let's get going here. Um, so I'm in a spot here where I absolutely have to take a wide receiver. I've only got one drafted. I'm set at my running back position, but I'm going to go wide receiver here. And the one that I'm going to go ahead and pull out of the hat here is the guy that I noticed was the, the player in Pittsburgh, and that's Deontay Johnson. Uh, and then right after that, we had, obviously, Edelman needs to get filtered out of this because he did just retire. Uh, and A.J. Green was the next pick after that, which is an interesting one as far as where he landed uh, in Arizona. Is he going to be a productive player there? Can he kind of fill in that role that Larry Fitz did and become, you know, one of the, the guy that's going to be the second to DeAndre Hopkins? And now you're up, Will. I am. And so 
I I'm gonna stay away and, and try to get my my running back here um, to to try to get that all sealed up a little bit and maybe take one later on as well just in case because um, I do see some people that I like at running back coming up. Um, uh, Matt Burita is um, Matt Burita is is he in Buffalo? I thought he was in um, yeah Buffalo. Yeah, he's he in Buffalo. In Buffalo this year. And so I like Matt Burita. The only problem with Matt Burita is I again have the quarterback, so I do worry about that having the quarterback running back um, problem. I had that last year with um, uh, Drew Brees, and so. I, it worked for me in that perspective, but the difference between an Alvin Kamara and a Drew Brees is night and day between a Josh Allen. Absolutely. Uh, so, so I don't see that being my thing. So I'm just going to look at the top running backs on the board. So right now we have Jordan Howard, um, who obviously is going to be in a committee. Um, but the guy that's sticking out to me is Mr. Ronald Jones. So. Okay, as a Bucks fan, I like that pick. Uh, it is a little bit of a crowded backfield, but there is plenty to go around in that backfield as far as opportunity. Uh, and there you go. There goes Jordan Howard and Matt Breida. And now it looks like we've got to run on wide receivers here, which is a little worrisome. Ooh, um, CD Lamb going. Like you're back up now. Now you've got your three running backs, and I think you still have some choices here at running back or maybe dipping your feet into the tight end pool. Um yeah. Because you're pretty much set at wide receiver for a little bit. I think you've got a very strong three receivers in Jefferson, Robinson, and McLaurin. That That's going to take care of your receiver positions and your flex. So what you gave up in that running back uh, move by taking McLaurin, I think you, you made up as far as being able to cover it in the flex position. So that gives you a little bit of flexibility here to, you know, maybe take a running back or a tight end. I agree with you. I'm, I'm looking, obviously, at um, Marlon Mack. At running back, um, Will Hem and Jonathan Taylor. You know he was he was the star last year. Then he got hurt. So is he going to be back to normal? Um, I'm a big uh, Debo Samuel fan because he's so interchangeable. Um, he can go and, and run the ball. He can catch the ball. So he's on my list as well. Um, but I think I'm definitely going tight end as you said. And this is a guy that we have talked about many times before i'm just going to pull up his his stuff right now but the broncos have a, a star tight end and noah fant and that is who i'm going to take i think that's a good really good pick it, it's one of those next tier tight ends that you had the opportunity to get here and there goes hawkinson right after um so that kind of uh that was a great pick there because he he likely would have been gone and you i don't think you would have had a chance to get hawkinson on that next turn there agreed so I'm up now, and I'm sitting here with – I've got my four running backs. I've only got my two wide receivers, so it's pretty clear to me where I need to go as far as uh, this pick is concerned. So if you can give me a little – oh, you did give me a pause. Nicely done, Will. No um, problem. I am definitely going wide receiver here, and it's a matter of just kind of figuring out what I'm looking for as far as wide receivers go. And this is the player that I'm going to go with. Uh, you can go ahead and tee it up there. Sure. And I, I use that pun specifically because I am taking T. Higgins here. If Ooh. he is healthy, mm. we know that he's Joe Burrow's guy. And Bur with Burrow healthy, I think Higgins is going to have a successful year. Oh, Jerry Judy, obviously Drew Brees is still in this mix, which stinks. But um, Devontae Parker, Brady just went. Um, you know, Mar there's there's goes Mac and Cohen. 
Boyd, and then of course the last one was Matt Ryan. So what you're gonna do here, Human? Are you gonna try and get a quarterback now, or are you gonna wait? Uh, I might wait a little bit. I still see there's there's still pretty good value at quarterback. I mean, Matthew Stafford is still there. Justin Herbert is still there. I'm I'm gonna wait. I, I think the teams that have drafted have drafted a quarterback, and I can probably have my pick of those quarterbacks in the next round to where I can bypass them. I think that's an important thing to talk about here uh, is quarterback drafting strategy, where if you're getting one of those elite guys in those first three rounds, four rounds, you better get that value back. And we talked about that in our quarterback episode, our quarterback ranking episode. And I think this is where my strategy specifically is. I, I try to get that value later, and I try to load up on those skill positions that you know not only can be used in running back spots or wide receiver spots, uh, or tight end spots, but it can be used in the flex spot too. So I'm loading up on those skill positions and going to try to hold off and gamble. I, I usually eyeball three later round, I'm talking ninth, 10th, 11th round run or quarterbacks that I know that can return some good value for those positions. So in this spot here, I'm taking a look and it is absolutely criminal that this player hasn't been drafted. And I got to go with it. I got to go with him. And I'm taking lots of youth here at wide receiver, which is maybe somewhat worrisome, but I'm going with Brandon Ayuk. Uh, he had a pretty awesome year, and I think he's going to continue to have a great year this coming season with uh, whether it's Jimmy G or, like we've talked about, could be Justin Fields, could be Mac Jones. It could be a new quarterback. I think Brandon Ayuk is going to be uh, a star in this league. Well, I'm going to take his teammate because I talked about him earlier. I'm going to take Debo Samuel. You know, he was injured a little bit this year, um, but I like his value of being somebody that can do it all and run, catch, um, and, you know, like you said, Jimmy G might be throwing to him. Maybe it could be another quarterback. We'll see what they do in the draft. Um, but I really like Debo. I like that pick, man. That was that was a good, good pick up there this late in the draft. I'm glad that he fell. I was worried about it. I was I was almost rushed to take him earlier. I don't know why. This was my thought process. So I've got all the positions I need. I've got a quarterback. I've got a tight end. I've got my running backs. I got my wide receivers. So it's now coming to what is the best on the board. Um, Christian Kirk, Emmanuel Samuel, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I might try to do a link up there with him and Josh Allen. Um, Sony Michelle. That's an interesting pick for a crowded backfield as well. Um, I don't like Latarius Murray, and I don't think about risking right now on Alexander Madison, um, even though Cook has been injured a lot in his past. Um, but I think that I am going to go Sony Michelle, Sony Michelle in uh, New England. I think that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go running back again. What do you think about that? I think that's a good pick there in that spot. You needed some more uh, depth at running back, and it, it's going to be hit or miss with Sony Michelle. Like, it's oh wow, kicker! What we? I guess we're going to have to tweak the settings on this for the next time we do a mock <laughs> draft uh, and make sure some of these some of these picks aren't going off the way they are. Um, so if you can give me a little pause here, Will, sure. Take a look really quick. Um, I've got I've got good depth at running back. I've got four pretty solid receivers. Um, I probably need to start thinking about quarterback soon. Uh, I need to maybe see if I can add a little depth at wide receiver. Uh, so if I'm taking a look here, uh, 
the receivers I'm looking at right now on my board, there's one that's sticking out to me that all of them are have some question marks that I have on my board. And I'm going to go with the one that probably has the most solid potential going forward. And if you can go ahead and unpause this here, uh, the way this player was used in Matt Rule's offense really made me kind of happy. And the fact that he's here, I got to take him. That's Robbie Anderson. Ooh. He had a really standout year. I think it gives me Ooh. a good option at wide receiver and gives me some serious depth there. Another kicker went. Two kickers. Jeez. So Christian Kirk goes. Gasecki, Alexander Madison. Uh, oh, boy. So that's a, that's, a, that's a tough one with Madison going. Probably yeah. we were probably thinking about that, weren't you? No, I actually have someone teed up here, and you can go ahead and unpause right. it because I'm ready to go, and I sure. cannot believe this player has dropped this far. Uh, despite the news of James Conner signing, I am taking Chase Edmonds because wow. he's getting half that pie there at worst. If not, I think he's going to be getting 75% of the load in Arizona. He's he's a steal this late in the draft. That, I agree. That is, I'm upset with myself for not seeing that now. Yeah, I've been trying to stay hushed on it for a couple rounds here. I just couldn't validate taking another running back that early with having four already. But now I've got five starting running backs, and I'm beside myself. You, I don't like you. How about that? I'll just say that. Will, I told you, I am coming to win today. You definitely are. You definitely are. So there, I, I don't like a lot of the picks that are left. <laughs> I can tell you that. Um I might go tight end again just because uh, it seems like a, a waste of a pick. Let me look at some running backs. Why well, don't you? I mean, Noah Fant has been injury prone. Um, there is a little bit of talent. I see. I mean, Tony Pollard sitting there. The fact that he hasn't been gobbled up yet is that that's kind of crazy that if you can get Tony Pollard here in the 11th round, I, I think that would add some serious depth to the lineup that you have, especially with that Sony Michelle pick in the last one. And you had Ronald Jones early. Those are some split or some crowded backfields well, uncertainty. Well, Tony Pollard, we know he gets a certain amount of touches per game. And if Zeke goes down or it misses any time, you know, he is an auto start. So I think here taking Tony Pollard is a pretty smart choice. If that's the direction you're looking for. Well, I found a guy that we have been talking about. I've been talking about, and I almost missed him, but he's a running back, and it's Mr. Mike Davis. Yeah, he was on my list. I was hoping he was going to get by to the 13th or 14th round, getting that uh, volume over in Atlanta because of you know we know Gurley's not going to be getting too much work there. Now you can get both those guys. I can. It's a lot of running backs. <laughs> it is, but I, in my opinion, you can never have too many with the uncertainty of injuries. And I mean, I've got Saquon with my number one pick, and if he goes down, which he's been prone to do, I've got good backups there, and that's I think an important thing to have. Well, I I think I'm going to go wide receiver here because I I like my wide receiver core, but there's a lot of hits and misses with it. I feel like so I'm I'm feeling another wide receiver. Um, in this field, um, I really like Josh Reynolds' upside in Tennessee, um, and so because they've lost all their different people, uh, other than of course you know um, AJ Brown, mm -hmm. um, I know they signed uh, they signed a couple other people to compete with them, um, but I really I'm going to talk myself into it. 
you know what? I see something that's here that's a that's a cheat stick, okay? And it's kind of like um, when we, we were able to last year have, you know, two guys that were roaming in position. And so I think I'm going to take him because he can play both wide receiver and tight end in this draft, and that is Mr. Robert Tanyan. Ah, okay. I was, I was eyeballing him to hopefully get him later, and you went ahead and swiped him. So I'm going to just make some standard moves here, and I have to take this player because I cannot believe Justin Herbert is still sitting there. So I'm taking Herbert here in the 12th round and hoping to get some amazing value returned on him. Uh, then we got some run on defenses here, and this is where my draft strategy differs from a lot of people. I am going to go zero kicker, and I'm going to go zero tight end, or I'm sorry, zero defense and just work the waiver wires for those. Uh, I'm taking a look here, and... I, I can't take, do this draft without taking this guy. So I'm going to go double quarterback here because I talked about him in our quarterback episode, and that's Jalen Hurts because I feel like he is going to have a strong floor this year. I gotcha. And I, I, I'm 100% in your draft strategy. I usually don't ever take if I don't can't don't have to. You know, you have those different leagues that they're mandated. But if I don't have to, I'm not going to take a defense. I'm probably not even going to take a kicker because kickers sometimes, especially the elite kickers, you know, they're going to go and I can find one week to week. Um, same thing with my defense. So I'm not really worried about kicker or defense. If we get to the last round and I don't like any of the other picks, maybe I'll go kicker. Um, but I'm going to, to look again back at um, some different guys at running back and, of course, wide receiver. Um, some two interesting picks. I see Perrine from, from the Jets, and I have Aguilar from New England. Not sure exactly what each of them are going to do, but I cannot get to this point and not take a second quarterback because you never know what could happen, especially Josh Allen. He runs. He goes to everything. So I think I'm going to go with the game manager himself, and I'm going to take Mr. Baker Mayfield. I think that's a boom-bust pick there. I mean, you had Tannehill on the board, so you could have had the floor with some of the running and the production of Tannehill because he's proved it over two years. But I like the Mayfield pick there. Okay. Uh, oh, there went Jonu Smith. I was hoping he was going to make it around to me. And there goes Pollard. I was hoping he was going to make it around. And now you're back up with your last pick here. So that gives me the opportunity to get the guy – the second guy I wanted, or the guy I was thinking about, um, which uh, was, where is he at? I just lost him. I had Josh Reynolds. I I, I think I'm going to take the shot because I think Josh Reynolds is going to have a good year, and I'm going to go out and get Josh Reynolds. Okay, I see your Josh Reynolds, and I raise you a Corey Davis. Change of scenery, moving to the New York Jets with Zach Wilson at the quarterback. I think uh, – Corey Davis could be a, a sneaky pick in drafts this coming year. Very true. And to tell you the truth, that was between the two. So good pick. <laughs> All right. So we got our uh, final rosters here. I'm going to run through mine really quick. Uh, I'm going to start at the top. And I went with Saquon, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, David Montgomery, Keenan Allen, Darren Waller, Raheem Mostert. And then I made my run of wide receivers. Uh, between the 7th and 10th round of Deontay Johnson, T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, and Robbie Anderson. And then I was able to steal. I believe the steal of the draft is Chase Edmonds in the 11th. Then Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, and then Corey Davis. 
I like it. I'll go through mine. I got Cam Akers, Antonio Gibson, Justin Jefferson, Allen Robinson. Got my quarterback a little earlier than I would usually, but he was there. Had to take Josh Allen. Uh, Scary Terry, Ronald Jones, Noah Fant, Debo Samuel, Sony Michelle, Mike Davis, Tanya, Baker, and then, of course, Josh Reynolds in my draft. So if we're taking a look between our two squads here, and we're going to just put pick and push here, uh, running backs. I think I've got the advantage here as far as running backs are concerned. I agree. Um, I've got, five, like I said, five starters on my roster here. Uh, wide receivers, I think that edge is definitely yours. I think you may have the three best core receivers out of this entire draft of all the teams that mocked here. Um, I think that goes to you. Would you agree on those two? Oh, definitely. I, I mean, I was surprised that Terry McLa- McLaurin fell that far. Um, I mean, I just don't see uh, Odell Beckham having that same success that he's had. And so I with a new quarterback, a gunslinger, I think that, you know, he is he's probably my steal at that late in the in the in the draft yeah i think he was a great pick there um moving on to tight end you've got more depth i've got waller i think that's a slight advantage to me listen waller's waller is the guy because yeah, i i mean i don't want to rub it in your face i know but I, th- I think i got you on that the only good thing for me is i think i think you win the quarterback push here with as far as with having josh allen uh i think i've got the potential for the upside that could be comparable to Josh Allen, but I got it way later. Um, and that was between either Justin Herbert or Jalen Hurts with his running ability this year. Uh, so kind of a push, I guess, if we're looking at our two rosters and we'd have to see how, how that pans out. But uh, I like the fact that I've got those five starting running backs because that gives me uh, two starters at running back and then I can use that flex position uh, with the running back as well. Yeah, agreed. I mean, for me, it's going to be a tough one if I was if this was my roster, make a decision week to week, because I could start three running backs and having Mike Davis be my third, because I think he's going to get the most reps, probably seventy five percent of the carries. That's what I'm. That's what I'm foreseeing for this season. Um, obviously, Acres and Gibsons are my must starts. Uh, but do I take that or do I take the top three receivers, which I think is probably the best option for me. But it could be week to week where I have to go between them. Yeah, especially playing in a full PPR. I think those three receivers that you had there with Jefferson, Robinson, and McLaurin are definitely going to be volume hogs where they're getting a lot of the targets. So I think you're in a good shape with those. And remember, this is pre-NFL draft. So once we do another draft uh, after the NFL draft takes place, this is all going to totally change once we see – where a lot of these rookies end up and what positions and places they end up going to and how that would affect us. Uh, but that's, I think, all we've got for our mock this week. Uh, Will, you want to take it home from here? Sure. Um, we thank you guys for listening, like always. Make sure that you like and subscribe, and have a wonderful night. Cover two. Cover two.